Round the Back is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Round the Back and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Podnose or send us an email via admin at podnose.com. The plastic sheets <laughs> that I, uh, I put down uh, mm. really helped to save me on, on that one, really. The Wix ones? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the amount of blood that I needed to clear up was pretty minimal. Minimal. Did you use my 10% discount? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. How's your week been? Oh, not, well, not a patch on that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't leave any patches. No, that's true. Yeah, there wasn't a patch on that. No. How has my week been? <laughs> Good question. You want an answer? Um, generally, when answer asking a question, it's been yeah. it's been all right actually. Yeah, it's been um it's been it's been good. Yeah, I joined the gym. Oh, you did? You know, because yeah. we, we went we went together. We didn't did we? a little gym yeah. session together. Yeah, I feel like maybe we shouldn't say too much about why how much time we spend together outside of podcasting. Just the gym. Just just the gym and um, date night. That too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, join the gym. Keep get, keep fit. Keep get getting fit. <laughs> Keeping getting slash feet feeling fit. Yeah, yeah. Fit and healthy. What about you? Um, I went to the gym. I know you. Yeah, I was there. With you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pr- pretty normal. Other than that, mm. yeah. What, what about dinner? What did you have for dinner today or all week? <laughs> <laughs> Just today. Just today. Well, I've I've I'm a bit embarrassed because it's one I've had before, um, and I had uh, fajitas, chicken fajitas. It's one of my favourites. Well, you you are allowed to <laughs> you have you have know. a cycle of dinners. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, but it just it's happened that it fell on the yeah. Have, I, I'm, have not, we, I'm proud of it actually. Yeah, fuck it, I had it again. You're proud of it. Who cares? Have we got already our episode name? Round the back fifty four, the cycle of dinners. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe not the key what, feature of tonight. Did but. you have dinner? I did. Yeah. What was it? Fish. Just fish. And some potatoes. Yeah. Cooked? With a little bit of veg. Oh, do you normally? Usually. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'll look to do that next time. You do time. look a bit pale. <laughs> well, raw fish is fine. Nothing wrong with that. That's true. But raw potatoes? No way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is there anything wrong with that? Raw potatoes will poison you to death. What's your, <laughs> what's your sauce for that? No sauce. Don't put sauce on it. <laughs> it's the last thing you want to do. Sweet chilli? No. <laughs> no. Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, have, have your tea while, while, we're, while we're recording. Well, what, so you can't feel any silences then? No, so I have to do everything? no, because I was going to have my tea at that time as well. So we both went for the tea, <laughs> I stopped. So what's coming up today then, Dave? All this, all the usual good stuff, like news, yeah. uh, plus uh, a quick uh, delve into the Champions League, because the draw has been done for the quarterfinals. And we have some results to discuss as well. Or from the previous round, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, and then the England squad has been announced as well for the upcoming friendlies. Friendlies. Yes. Yes. Uh, we also are going to discuss the latest casualty in the Premier League. Not deathly casualty, no. thankfully. Uh, manager sacking. Mm. I have once again decided to usurp you mm. with some seagull news. No. Um, we each have a bastard of the week this week. No, we don't. I don't. <laughs> so sorry. You've got one. I haven't got one. No. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. All right, fine. Have uh, one of mine. Have I? You're pretty sure you have. You said you had two. Yeah, and one of them you've got as well. Oh, well, I, no, I haven't got it down, but I, we know who it is. Yes, a fairly obvious one. So why are we bickering then? <laughs> Good. Uh, that was a clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not in my day. And then finally, one of your nice little tidbits to end on. Yes, it's a tribute to um, a, uh, a football great. Not a player. But leave it at that. Mm. Mm. So, shall we start with our regular, shall we? And I Dave, be- I think we best start. Yes, yes. Who's going to do the th- the the the, uh, the live jingle th- jingle should voice? Should we both? Should we both do it at the same time? Oh, just don't do it too loud. No, because you'll just make my <laughs> equipment explode. Ready? Yep. <laughs> 
Completely unrehearsed. That was, you actually may have guessed. <laughs> that, that was terrifying. It was. I'm we, not sure how to take both that. of us looking around the room in panic. <laughs> Genu- genuine panic as well. Like what's uh, happened? What's happened? Next time we get an episode filmed, which may actually be the next episode, possibly. Um, well, don't, we haven't asked him yet. <laughs> do we do a neutered version of that, or do we do it genuine? A nude version. Neutered. Oh, okay. A uh, lukewarm version of it, or a nude version? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, we cool. can't. Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. News. Well, yeah. With the, I think if there's a camera there, we, we'll be slightly neutering ourselves. Slightly a bit more reserved. Yeah. 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 Would you like to start? Uh, yeah, I've only got one story for you this week. I've got two. Oh. Well, so we, we could start well, with then. me could... and then... Okay, let's do that. News yeah. tennis. Yes. All right. So this is a bit of a follow-up on something that we discov- uh, discussed I, I was somewhere in, in our 20s, I think. <laughs> Around the back. I can't remember that far back. Numerically. <laughs> yeah. That was some weeks ago. Mm. Um, and it's about Iceland's penis museum. <laughs> the penis museum in Reykjavik, Iceland. Yes. I yeah. think, yeah, I think I know what you're going to... It's a good one. Uh, oh. Good one. Uh, it isn't what you had, is it? No. Okay. No. So Iceland's penis no. museum... <laughs> no! Sorry, it went all... Uh, Iceland's penis museum is causing a lot of confusion with lost tourists. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> we tried to look up phallus in our English to Icelandic dictionary. No luck. No, no luck. <laughs> Just use phallus then. Yeah. People using a popular co-working space in Reykjavik, Iceland, have been forced to warn tourists that their office is not a penis museum. Oh, I hate when you have to do that. It's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. I've had to do it. Uh, Reykjavik's Icelandic Phallological Museum is famous. Logical. That's actually a word because it's the phallus. Phallological. Phallological. Yeah, yeah. Phallological. Yeah. I get it. I get it. For our listeners. Yeah, I'm trying to patronise you. I forget there's other people that. (laughs) I think you're just talking to me a lot. I am looking at you. Is that that what's confusing you? Too much, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Reykjavik's, <laughs> Reykjavik's Icelandic Phallological Museum is famous. It gets thousands of visitors a year. Given so few speak the Icelandic language, a lot of people confuse the phallic attraction for the Reykjavik International Film Festival office. Do they? Yeah. Wow. Because it's in the same building. Oh, right. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I was going to say, the names are completely different. Yeah. The RIFF and the Penis Museum. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. After having so many members of the public barge into their office asking where they might find the male genitalia, <laughs> workers have been forced to erect a oh, sign. Oh, that's that's good. Thank you to the Daily Miller. Miller? The Daily Miller. The Daily Miller. <laughs> um, workers have been forced to erect a sign that reads, and this is a quote from okay. the actual sign. Yep. And a post, a picture of the sign is on Twitter as well, so I'm, I'm genuinely reading it. Are you going to do an Icelandic accent? No. Oh, okay. How do they speak? Uh, no idea, actually. I think it's just a bit like this, you know. No, that's uh, that's Inspector Cluso. How does we? It's sort of similar to a rest of Scandawija. Yes. It? Sort of like, I guess a little bit like this, you know. No, I don't know what that was. <laughs> okay, stop practicing. Like, to get. I won't do any more. You read it however you please. <laughs> okay. This is not the penis. <laughs> no, bit. no I'm not that's good. not. No. Okay. Well, the first bit of it is in bold, and not is underlined. Okay. okay. This is not the penis museum. Go back to Laugavagur Street. Turn left and walk twenty meters. It will be on the same side. You can't miss it. It has a big penis logo. <laughs> Sincerely, the people who work here. The, oh, that's how they signed it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The tweet has spread, and some even recall confusing the office with the Penis Museum, even going so far as to trouble the workers with requests for directions. Now, um, got some tweets here from people who walked into the uh, the, the wrong uh, office. Reykjavik International Film Festival office. Riff. Uh, Riff, thank you. We were Walking the beautiful streets of Reykjavik to try to follow the not good directions from the museum's website, Jason recounted on Twitter. Mm. Jace. Jace. We found that we thought what was the correct address, walked in, and were greeted by a bunch of friendly but confused workers in cubicles. What are you looking for, they asked. And they realised we were just dumb American tourists. It's very self-deprecating for Americans. What, straight away? (laughs) Oh, Oh, you must be the dumb American tourists. Yes. Yeah. I guess the word phallological is not commonly known to the Icelandic English speakers, but she tried again. The Phallological Museum. Phalluses! 
We tried. This is them shouting, trying yeah. to. Trying, yeah. No, they haven't got a Phyllis that works here. No, Phyllis is. She's sick. Phyllis today. is on ground floor. Floor <laughs> ground. The ground floor. The, the floor basement. The ground, yeah. She's tied up in the basement, <laughs> next to the penis museum. <laughs> uh, we tried to look up phallus in our English to Icelandic dictionary. No luck. So finally, frustrated, she said, "The penis museum." After they stopped laughing, they were very helpful and provided us directions. Oh, that's that's nice. Isn't yeah, it? they so. are very quite a friendly nation, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just say that about anyone, couldn't you? Really? Um, no. No, not anyone. No. 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 I wouldn't say. You know, when you th- when when you think word association, mm. North Korea, you wouldn't think they were no friendly. No, oh, not okay. really. No. Oh, okay. I don't know where you're getting that, but fine. Yeah. Who else? <laughs> start naming countries. Ooh. Name countries that you hate. I didn't say hate. Well, you didn't have to. <laughs> Okay, so it all comes back to the back office. to your penis. No, it's done. Okay, my, my right. penis is done. <laughs> it is <laughs> now onto your penis. No, I haven't got one. I have got one, but not a not with you story today. about it. You left no. it at home, safe, tucked up safely in its little basket <laughs> under your belt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, um, the headline is cyborg find after implanting Sydney travel card chip under his skin. Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah. This is from Sky News. Right. So, I mean, you know, they're a big news corp. They should be. A, self-de- a self-declared cyborg has been fined after he was unable to produce his travel card on request because it had been implanted in his hand. Did, did you say self-declared? A self-declared, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he's, uh, he's declared himself a cyborg. Right. No one else has. Yeah, okay. The thirty, the thirty-four-year-old man, whose legal name is Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow. <laughs> you fucking seriously, stop it! That's the only reason I picked the story, so I could read that name out to you. Yeah, because the rest of it isn't funny either. Is no, it? no, the rest well, of it's quite normal. Can you read that again? Yeah, sure. Uh, his legal name is Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow. I mean, Meow so is that, his first and last name. Yeah. So in a way, he's Meow Meow Meow. That. Is our episode title, surely. Meow, Just meow, his meow. name. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The whole thing. Ludo, disco, everything. Gamma, meow, meow. Uh, he had the chip from the card inserted under his skin by a piercing expert in 2017. The NFC chip was taken from an Opal travel card used to get around Sydney and similar to London's Oyster card. He had it coated in biocompatible plastic before it was implanted. Um, however, when travelling on the Sydney train system, Mr. Meow Meow was, <laughs> <laughs> was unable to produce the card for a ticket inspector, who reportedly said, Wow, that's crazy, when he showed her the implant. That's an actual quote. Right. Although the inspector card, although the inspector's card reader, sorry, confirmed Mr. Meow Meow <laughs> had tapped in before boarding, he was convicted of attempting to travel without a ticket. Okay. But he did have a ticket in a way, didn't he? Just yeah. not, he just can present it. Yeah. Because yeah. it was in him. <laughs> Mr. Meow <laughs> Meow. is in me. <laughs> Mr. Meow Meow told the media he was disappointed to be fined and intended to explore other ways in which he could use an implanted chip to tap in and out of the transport network. Okay. He said... Other uh, ways. What, what other I ways? I don't know. I don't know what other ways... I can't posit any Where could he insert that? it? I don't know. Mm. Um, New technology can be scary if you don't understand it, Mr. Meow Meow said. <laughs> He's from Australia. Um, People have been scared of lots of technologies when they come along. This is the next evolution from going from paper tickets to opal cards to something which means we don't have to actually carry anything at all. <laughs> He got off cyborg like voice, hasn't he? Yeah, slightly <laughs> sort of uh, robotic yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be a cyborg, it, it's um, sort of part human, like like Robocop, right? So part, part I'm, I'm right in saying like robot like, yeah, a cyborg. Yeah, no, I think I just think the definition of cyborg would be like technology integrated into the body, like what he's trying to do, right? Yeah, but essentially, what he's done doesn't necessarily construe him as a uh, a cyborg, right? Because he's just put a chip under his skin. Yeah, no, but The chip isn't integrated yeah. into his body. It, he's just put it under his skin. Yeah. It'd be like me surgically implanting my mobile phone into my hand. I'm going, I'm a robot. The mobile phone isn't connected to my body other than the fact that it's in my skin. Yeah. No, it's not right. Not really And a also, I mean, nothing against the Australians, um, <laughs> but I don't think the Australian accent is appropriate for a robot. I don't, I mean... I just can't wow. s- imagine a robot with an Aussie accent. 
What just accent can you imagine work. a robot well, with? That would um, be my question to like you. Like American slash Austrian type. Oh, like, just, so, so just going yeah. off, off the back of one film franchise. Well, yeah, pretty much. Or, you know, or you know, your standard American, maybe even posh British, um, but not Australian. Right. And that's just my opinion. Posh British, eh? Posh. Yeah, you know, your posh London accent. Posh British scientist. Yeah, that sort, sort of thing. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. not... Um, no. No? Not what about fun. New Zealand? Mm-hmm. Again, it's still a bit whiny. <laughs> if they need to buy, you know, like tin. If they what? If they need to use... He's tin dollars. Yeah, the exact straight... There you go. Perfect example. I didn't understand what you were saying. So it wouldn't work. So, but I mean, good luck to him as a self-declared cyborg. <laughs> it's just stupid. Like, if I, you know, if I get a staple gun and staple these headphones to my head, does that make me a cyborg? Yeah. No. I just love the thought of him and his mate going, here, put this under... What a great idea. There. Put this under my skin. This is going to be amazing. This is like... This is like new frontiers we're breaking here. Hey, uh, Bruce, he, go and, and get the sewing needle and the... And the, and the yeah, so he's all, all excited and he goes out and he goes on the... And, he, and his mates were just waiting there by his computer games and that and um, then <laughs> so you've immediately he, uh, made a his, connection that he's a nerd yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah. and he's making he goes oh how did it go uh, meow ludo <laughs> and meow ludo's just all flawed like i've got a ticket it just didn't work like waste of time it, it, oh you did broken down barriers no didn't get through the barriers because i didn't have a ticket and i got fined so cheers mate <laughs> Don't worry, meow meow, Ludo, Gamma Gamma, uh, Oscar Radio. Yeah. Um, they just sulking Victor, out. Victor, Victor. Oh, I don't meow. even want. I don't even want to be a cyborg anymore. So, no, just take it out. Oh, I'm going to be an android next time. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to do this accent. Uh, it suddenly changed. <laughs> anyway, next story. Sorry. Thanks, Ludo. Uh, yeah. Um, well, my final news story. Mm. Final news story. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was yeah. just playing really. Um, it's about the Greek Super League. Right. Have you heard any news about the Greek Super League this week? Not through my sources. Oh. Well, this story made me troll a lol. Did it? Yeah. Did it make you do a lol? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So here's the head. This is BBC Sport mm. headline Greek Super League suspended after PAOK Salonika president invades pitch. With a gun. <laughs> so PAOK Salonika. Yeah. Um, Thessalonica is the city, I guess. Mm. Thessalonica. Most, most definitely. PAOK. They, they've been in Europe a few times, PAOK. I recognise the name. So they're, they're not a small team and not certainly not a small city. Yeah. Uh, but their president uh, invaded the pitch with a uh, revolver in a holster what, on like his belt. Bra- oh, I think he's like brandishing it, like waving it about. Not, not as far as I'm concerned, but he had it. Clearly shown <laughs> on his belt. Why has he got a gun? <laughs> is it, it what are the gun laws like out there? Is it? I've r- no idea. No. Uh, look, well, there might be some of that um, displayed in this article. Let okay. us Let us continue. Let, continue. The Greek Super League has been indefinitely suspended after PAOK Salonika's president invaded the pitch with a gun during a match uh, last Sunday. Even Savidis, Ivan Savidis, who had a gun in a hip holster tried to confront the referee. Is that like a trendy holster? <laughs> it's a hip holster. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ivan Savidis, and here's my hip holster. <laughs> He's Greek, so... Yeah, that's how it is. Hip holster. Hello, everybody, peeps. <laughs> it's a very old reference. Please carry on. Okay, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, Ivan Savidis, who had a gun in a hip holster, tried to confront the referee after his side had a late goal ruled out for offside against AEK Athens. AEK's players left the pitch concerned for their safety. Well, not surprised. Not really surprised, and did not return. No. The match was officially abandoned two hours later, and local police are seeking Savidis to arrest him. So he obviously got out of the stadium without being arrested somehow. Yeah. Deputy sportsman. Well, he had a gun. You'd move out of his way, wouldn't you? Don't arrest me. Yeah. I've got a gun. Okay. Makes sense. On your way. Deputy sportsman. Minister Georgios Vasiliadis, Vasiliadis, that's a cool name, announced the abandonment of all top flight matches on Monday after a meeting with Prime Minister Alexis Tsipras. Yes. All uh, names. It won't start again unless there is a clear framework agreed by all to move forward with conditions and rules, he said. As in, don't bring a gun to a football match. Yeah, it's a tough, tough debate, that, isn't it? Yes. Uh, um, How can no we guns. Stop people bringing guns. We could just ban them. Yeah, oh, let's do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> this may be opening the door for a bigger debate about another country. You know what they should do? Give the referees guns. Yeah. <laughs> Make it safe for everyone. And the fans. Uh, yeah. Players. Give, just give everyone a gun and then it's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, such extreme phenomena demand courageous decisions, he said. Well, like a, the courageous decision to say no to guns. Yeah, just Very say brave. no. Very brave. Just say no. Just say no. To guns. To guns. Yes. Well, governing body FIFA has threatened to suspend Greece from international competitions and expects the national governing body to take appropriate measures and rapidly. I would expect that too. Yes, absolutely. Um so UEFA's footballing governing body uh, condemned the incident and said any disciplinary measures fall under the jurisdiction of the Greek FA. And uh, there's now a section of this article that says, who is Savidis and what did he do? <laughs> who so, is Savidis and what did he do? Who is Savidis? No, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I used to do an all <laughs> Come right. On. Who is Savidis and what did... Nah. No, you still, it's still strong. It's something there. Yeah. Uh, they get the gist. Do it! Uh, I don't know. Savidis, one of Greece's richest men, was born in Georgia of Greek heritage and is a former member of the Russian parliament. Okay. Interesting. He asked his team to leave the pitch after PAOK had a goal ruled out for offside in the 89th minute and then marched towards the referee with two bodyguards before being pulled back. Oh, he needs bodyguards, does he? He's, got, he's the one with the gun. He's, he's armed. Uh, PAOK, maybe they're there to protect him from himself. <laughs> PAOK are third in the Greek top flight and could have moved within two points of leaders AEK with a win. The club was deducted three points. Mm. It's not very much, really, is it? Uh, but managed to overturn the sanction on appeal. So they overturned, they appealed the <laughs> fact that their boss walks onto the pitch, gets the game abandoned because he's armed. Yeah, what, what they, was their appeal? What, what was their appeal? Uh, it didn't happen, no. Um, no, we can't say that. Um, it, was a, it was a pretend gun. <laughs> it was a joke, so... Yeah, it's a spud gun. Joke's on us now. <laughs> Can we have the three points back, please? Um... Oh, hold on. I didn't finish that sentence and it got even funnier. Let me read that again. The club was deducted three points but managed to overturn the sanction on appeal after Olympiacos coach Oscar Garcia was hit by a toilet roll thrown from the stands at PAOK in February. I mean, what next? So somehow so some, somehow someone's got a toilet roll into the stadium as well that as, was a, in, as a gun. But that was in February. So they're, they're obviously like playing trade-offs with their deductions here. So... Oh, yeah, maybe we can't take the three points off you because, you know, in February, Olympiacos coach Oscar Garcia was hit by a toilet roll. Yeah, I mean, that would have hurt. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> <me>? <laughs> Come roll. on. Come um, on. And that's the breadth of that story, Dave. And that's news, then? That's news. Oh, OK. Yeah, so, Joe, can you do me a favour? What's that, David? Can you do me the Champions League music, please? Yes. Bear with me. That was ominous, wasn't it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to do it higher. better isn't it? yeah this is a champion league that was like almost as like the it wasn't no the original yeah I mean the words like Zadok the Priest the words were there yeah. yeah yeah Champions League Joe yes Dave now we did a round up last week of the games that had been played the games that hadn't been played were uh, Sevilla and Man United and yep. Chelsea Barcelona, yeah, or Barcelona Chelsea. If you're gonna get me on that, now indeed, Sevilla beat Manchester United. Yeah, it, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a severe defeat for Man United, was it? <laughs> well, it was because they're out. <laughs> yeah, but it was only two one. So it wasn't. Yeah, they're, they're dead now. They're not dead. Not dead. No, she's dead. Dead and, dead and out. Dead and buried in the Champions League. Right, next one. Yeah, so they're out, <laughs> and uh, and obviously Barcelona beat. Uh, Chelsea 3-0. They did. They did. Uh, which is 4-1 on Aglerga. Mm-hmm. So, now, we we're knew what teams were in the hat, but now we know the draw. The draw has been drawn. And what a draw it is. What a draw. What a draw. What a draw. Mm. Should we um, shall I do the draw and tell me who you think is going to win, okay? Yep. Okay, so the first one is Barcelona-Roma. Barcelona. Sure? Almost. Okay. It's first what do you answer. mean sure? <laughs> no, I can't no. be sure, can I? It hasn't happened yet. Well, just be sure as you sh- sure as sure. Sevilla <laughs> versus Bayern. Bayern Munich. Yeah. Juventus versus Real Madrid. Now I'm going to. Uh, so that's this that's is a, a this is. Go, oh, you beat me. Yeah. You asked me. The tip and in then my tongue. Interrupt me. Go on then. This is a repeat of the 2017 of the final. Final. Yeah. Yeah. Of which Real Madrid won. Mm. 
Yeah, four one, didn't they, in Cardiff? Mm. Uh, and I, I just have a feeling that uh, it's Juventus's turn. They're going to get them back. I think. I think they will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the last one, an all English, all English one, an all English, all English, all English quarterfinal: Indeed. Liverpool, Manchester City. Now I am looking forward to this so much. This game is going to be it's excellent. juicy, isn't it? So City oh. beat Liverpool five 0 in September. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, but then Liverpool beat City 4-3 in January. Yes. So two ridiculously free-scoring teams. So that's 9-3 on aggregate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and is. will they add that to these scores? And is that how it works? The Champions League scores? Uh, hold on, it's not 9-3, actually. It'll be 8-4. Oh, beg your pardon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, they do, yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, we'll probably get an so aggregate Liverpool score of like... So Liverpool have got to sc- score four more goals. Yeah, that's how overall. it works. Yeah. Good luck. So that I, I, whoa, I, I mean, <laughs> I want Liverpool to win. Do you? Yeah, I don't care. But you know, no. But uh, I think City will will edge it. But I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be tight. But there'll be lots of goals, in my opinion. Well, I look forward to that. I hope I'm right because if there aren't lots of goals, it'll just be a little bit disappointing. Good. Oh, it will. But yeah, um, fascinating one. Uh, Chelsea, I thought uh, from the games this week. Very unlucky to lose they that did game. Play, they played well in both legs. They played um, well. But Barcelona were just so clinical. It's a task. Every opportunity it's, they got. It's a task to beat Barcelona. Any Barcelona team. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Thibaut Courtois? I felt for him. He got nutsed twice by the same player. I... Um, and Roberto Martinez was there, the Belgian manager, watching. Yeah, but I mean, it's not going to affect his... Chances of what you're saying, he's going to be dropped from the Belgian squad now. No, but it's just no, embarrassing. It's not nice, is it's, it? It's embarrassing. It's, it's not em- nice. It's embarrassing when it happens to me on a Tuesday in front of nobody. Yes. So I can only imagine what was going through his tiny mind in front of 110,000 people. Not tiny, I don't know, tiny mind. Plus the millions watching on TV. Yeah. So yeah, embarrassing. And uh, illegal streams. Don't, on don't worry about it though. It's, it's done now. You can't. There's no point dwelling on these things. Yeah. Uh, let's let's just look to what we can. In, uh, do for the future and your my, my next football uh, insert yes is that the it, uh, Gareth Southgate has announced his England squad for the upcoming friendlies against Italy and yes and Holland correct yeah that's right yeah. yes yeah um, now any surprises there for you surprises in there for you in that squad Surprising you? The, you? the the only surprise is um, not that he's shaken up the defence and is trying new players. Yeah, no. But the surprise to me is is an omission of a young English player mm. who seems to be starting a lot of games for his club that I am impressed by. Which and is? Um, is it Trent? It is, isn't it? Trent Alexander-Arnold. Terence Trent Derby. Of Terence Trent yeah. Derby. If you love me, the right wing back of Liverpool, yeah. yes. who then later has a pop career. Correct, in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Yeah. He's uh, a time traveller. Yeah, yeah. Like like that guy, he's going to bring a photo to us of, it is of him. LA underwater. It is, that was yeah, Trent yeah. Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, and busted. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm surprised that he's not in there. And um, uh, what are the right-backs they've got in there? For? Remind me, Dave. Well, you've got your, you've got your Joe Gomez's. Yeah, because he doesn't play for Liverpool that much anymore. No, but and I, yet, but England played him not as a right back, as a cent in a in a three central three in defence. Yeah. In, in the last few games yeah. or last game, whatever it was. Uh, Alfie Mawson is a centre back. Swansea's struggling, but he's having a good season. He's clearly a good player. Um, James Tarkey, right? Tarkovsky. That's right. Yeah. Burnley flying high makes sense. He's yeah. obviously doing something right. Yeah. I didn't realise he was it's English. A young, it's a young squad. I think the, the most experienced players in the squad are Jordan Henderson, the most at the outfield, I mean, Jordan Henderson, who's on about 30 to 40 caps. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a it's an inexperienced young team. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think only good can come from that. We shall see. Not not necessarily in results, but it doesn't matter because it's friendly. It it will be friendly, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Well, it's against Italy, so I doubt it. They're not friendly, are they? <laughs> Like, everyone hates England, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, yeah. have you got any idea, any thoughts on how England could achieve in the future? Um, I don't, but, you know, I think a good way to look at it, Dave, would be uh, from, a, from a scientific viewpoint. Well, it's funny you say that, <laughs> because I uh, kind of want to pay a little homage to the late 
Uh, Stephen Hawking. Whoa, 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 Professor whoa, whoa. Stephen Hawking. Usually after you say late, you, you then say great. Yes. But goes without saying, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Late. No, I meant he's late. He was always late. <laughs> it's probably that wheelchair, isn't it? Yeah. Get it. Use second gear, mate. Come on. <laughs> speed it up. Um, yes. Now, he did uh, have some ideas on how England could improve their World Cup chances. Did he now? And this was based on science and formula. Fantastic. Okay. I'm a fan, Dave, of, of science and formula. And are you a fan of the late, great Stephen Hawking? Absolutely. Professor, Professor Stephen Hawking. I've read one of his books. Just one. So there we go. I've, I've read nine of his books. So He released eight, so you're yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've read one of them twice. <laughs> <laughs> Which equals nine. Yes. Brilliant. He, he would know that because he did the maths as well. Maths and that. He had a calculator just right there, right on his chair. Shoot, do you want to... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, this is... Um, Stephen Hawking devised a formula to teach England how to take the perfect penalty to boost uh, World Cup trees. Not just a penalty, but other things as well. But he focused on the penalty. So, after analysing results from every World Cup since 1966, Hawking concluded that penalty takers should have a run-up of more than three steps and they should use their side foot rather than their laces. Right. Um, he said, use the side foot... I won't do the voice... <laughs> out of respect uh, use the side foot rather than laces and you are 10% more likely to score uh, the, stati- the statistics confirm the obvious place the ball in the top left or right hand corner for the best chance of success 84% of penalties in those areas score so top corners well, it just says corner Did you just said top I think didn't you uh, oh, top left or right hand corner beg your pardon yes yeah. I did which yeah. is interesting because um, when you think about how the goalkeeper has to move to save something in the top corners you have to move less and Mm. it takes less time to get up there whereas down in the bottom corner it would take the keeper longer you know technically we're talking milliseconds I imagine but to get there so that's interesting Yeah, but I imagine keepers usually dive lower by default so that might be to do with it Mm. well this is he's done his research he said the he said that strikers are more likely to score than midfielders or defenders. Makes sense, I guess. Because that's what their job is during the game. Um, there isn't, he said there is no evidence that it's advantageous to be left or right-footed, but bald players and fair-haired players are more likely to score. And this is where <laughs> statistics fall flat, isn't it? Yeah. Because that... Just it, means more bald players have scored. Yeah. Not because they're bald. No, right? it's nothing to do with their baldness. And this is like... this is when you, do you see think like, the keeper's sitting there like when they're walking up? Oh, they thank get, fuck, it's... Uh, oh, fucking hell, it's... um. Things a bald player, yeah. So. <laughs> Lee Carsley. <laughs> Why do I think of Lee oh, Carsley? Oh, thanks, fuck! It's Thomas Graveson. Yes. Oh no, it's Steve Stone. <laughs> it's Ray Wilkins. Yes, I'm fine. Brilliant. <laughs> oh no, wait a minute. It's it's seventies Ray Wilkins. He's got a bit of hair left on the top. Oh, shit. Thank God for that. Um. Uh. So he said. Uh. uh sorry, that's what he said. He didn't say more. Uh, after taking into account environmental, uh, physiological, psychological, political, and tactical variables, Brilliant. Hawking came to a string of conclusions about England's chances in Brazil four years ago. Um, so he said, statistically, England's red kit is more successful, and we should play four three three rather than four four two. Psychologists in Germany found red makes uh, red makes teams feel more confident and can lead to them being perceived as more aggressive and dominant. The colour red, I guess, isn't it? It does that to the mind, maybe. Yeah. Likewise, 4 3 3 3, not or 4 3 How 3. How many players we got? <laughs> yeah. 4 3 3 3 2 <laughs> is more positive, so the team benefits for, for similar psychological reasons. Because there's 18 people on the pitch. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the data shows we also need, need to hope for a European referee. European referees are more sympathetic to the English game and less sympathetic to ballerinas like Luis Suarez. His words. Ballerinas. Yeah. He actually said ballerinas. I hated it. I love yeah. that. He's obviously a football fan and I wouldn't have expected yeah, he loves that. It, yeah. That's great. I don't, do you think he played? Probably not. Um, he added. Dear, oh dear. He added. That's beneath you, Dave. It's not. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. That's the truth. Oh. Um, he added, like all animals, the England team are creatures of habit. Yeah, they have a habit of being shit. Mm. Um, being close to home reduces the negative impact of cultural differences and jet lag. We do better in temperate climates at low altitudes with, with uh, kickoffs as close to the normal three o'clock as possible. Makes so sense. hopefully some of those factors will be the case in Russia. Exactly what it says at the end of this article. Yeah. 
Um, yes, so they should feel considerably more comfortable in Russia than they were in Brazil. Brazil. Thank you to the late, great Professor Stephen Hawking. I believe he... Was he a knight of the realm as well? He must have been, surely. Knighted for all his sure. services to Sir science. Professor Stephen Hawking. It's too much, isn't it, really? Yeah, that's... Sir Stephen Hawking. If I had to choose, if I had both, I'd go with Professor. Would you? Yeah, it's far cooler, isn't it? Pr- professor of Sirs? <laughs> Um, the red, the color red thing, I find really interesting. There was, there's a lot of statistics about, um, you know, in uh, Olympic boxing, you're red or blue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the what? red, um, taking out of the account of this of the statistics, um, who the boxers are and how mm. how high they're ranked. The yeah. red versus blue thing is um, not enormously, but. Uh, quite biased in red wins more than blue wins. Really? So apparently that is very true about the colour thing. Um, mm. And um, blue being sort of uh, a passive colour and red being a, a proactive, aggressive colour. Yeah. So Makes perfect sense. I think we should just be in red all the time. We can get away with it. We're England. We've got red cross, so... Yeah. yeah. Red faces. And <laughs> we lost to Iceland. Probably. So, science and football, you're welcome. Yes, yes. Now, is there a, a certain sound? <laughs> uh, yes. Now, there is. No, but due to technical uh, difficulties, we I can I can do one for you, if you like. Yeah. Something like that? What? I can't remember how it went. No, that's uh, something else. Um, I'm just going through all the ones we do. Manager's been sacked. Yes, a manager's yeah. been sacked, yeah. Yeah. Maurizio Pellegrino of Southampton. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to miss him. No, I, I find... <laughs> okay. I find it um, interesting, uh, and I think it, this is a curse of Premier League teams who aren't um, necessarily guaranteed their Premier League status, mm-hmm. like Southampton. Yeah. They do really well for a season, two seasons, right? And they lose their iconic manager, Ronald Koeman. They get in a really, really good replacement, Claude Puel. Puel, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and they sack him because he doesn't get them into Europe. Yes, and now look at them. Yeah, struggling, aren't they? Idiotic, short-sighted approach to the game. Stability is obviously not as important as getting into Europe. It's so yeah. short-sighted. It's not not that long ago that Southampton were a Championship, League One, League Two side. Exactly. You know, and they're taking the Premier League for granted, in my opinion, with a decision they are. like this. They are, yes. You're absolutely right, Joe. Yeah, um, it's it's stupid. So he was sacked. Yes. Goodbye. Yeah. They have a replacement. They do. Mark Sparky Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Former player for Southampton, of course, in his late on in his career. Yeah. After Chelsea, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. And at Chelsea, he was the sort of um, mm. what do you call it? Uh, off the bench, kind of. What's the word for that? Super sub. Super sub. He was a super sub there. And then what did he do? A couple more years at Southampton, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. One more season, maybe. But yeah, I mean, he was playing into his... The thing with Mark Hughes, he always looked older than he was. Yeah. He went grey very quickly. And and he just generally just has a kind of... Not very quickly, like overnight. Yeah. Very early. I mean, he doesn't look really old now, but he's just got like an intense kind of weathered, world-weary look to him. It's white. It's a white look now he's got. It's lovely, isn't it? Lovely head of white hair he's got. Lovely. Really is. I mean, it's completely white, but it's all there. It's solid. Thick. It's, It's lush. It's a proper... Head of hair from the Welsh family. I think he. Re- I reckon he goes to the, one of those hairdressers where they sit under the thing, you mm. know, the big dome. Mm. I reckon he's one of them with all the, the old biddies getting their purple rinse. Right. I think that's what does it. I might try that. So he's the new manager of Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> and good luck to him. Good luck to I him. I like him. You like him as well. I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. I think, it, you know, whilst the... Uh, whilst things were good at Stoke, he he um, made some amazing signings. Yes, I mean um, it's not always entirely down to the manager, but he was obviously inspirational behind that. The likes yeah. of Shakiri, Shakira, big players. I mean, they signed him from Bayern Munich, um, Shakira, and uh, yeah, I, I was a big fan of his. So I think it's a good good shout. He's a Premier League, proven Premier League quality, and he's obviously available. So you know, well, well, wish them all the best of luck. I do like Southampton. They got some cool players, and the the reason that they're um, in this relegation struggle is a mystery to me. So I hope they stay up. I also 
I hope everyone stays up. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't really... No. no. That just means that no one can get promoted from the championship. But just, I mean, just have a year off. Just put it off for a year. Yeah. It doesn't matter who, you know, the, those that win the championship. Oh, but this is our only, probably our only chance. Oh, that's the way the cookie crumbles, I'm Selfish. afraid. Selfish. See you later. Selfish. Um, Selfish. Now, now, I'll, now I can do a sound effect for you, I think. Can you? Yeah, I can do this one. Oh. Was it? Does that mean it's... Seagull news. Yeah, well, usually, I mean, we swap roles here, but yeah. uh, we haven't I, we haven't done one of these for a long time. We haven't, and I've usurped you once again. <laughs> you like that word, don't you? I do. I'll try and use it as much as I can. Try and use it. Try and, it. Nah. No, I don't want to usurp the word usurp. No. To usurp. What would you usurp it with? Um, That. Just that noise. Just that one. <laughs> right, what like is that. it? What's... Uh, okay, fine. Um, so, we'll see how you get on. See how you get on. I mean, I'd, it's my... My little, but no, it's fine. Okay, what's what's the story? Well, firstly, before I even get to read the headline or anything, uh, I'd just like to read you the date of publication for this story. Okay, okay, important. Sixteenth of March, two thousand and eighteen. Wow. Yeah. So hot off the press, as in today. Today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very news. Okay. So daily questions. Daily is a is a a magazine or a website. Okay. Uh, news outlet. Daily questions whether Seagull has vendetta against its reporters. <laughs> a regional daily has questioned whether a seagull has a vendetta against its reporters after two were injured in bird attacks over the past two years. Wow. So it's actually not a very short time. So how frame. many? Two attacks over two years. Two and one a year. Oh my God, there must be a vendetta. Yeah. yeah. The Worcester News has reported that its journalist, Sebastian Richards, was left with a scratch on his hand oh. and robbed of the steak bake he was eating by a gull last Monday. Poor babes. I know. Poor Sebastian. Poor Seb. It follows a similar attack in, a- attack <laughs> in April 2016, which saw news reporter Jessica Charles bitten on the hand by one of the birds while eating a biscuit. Just a biscuit that time. Yeah. Not even anything So the bird warm. probably didn't mean to even bite her. No, she went with the biscuit. Yeah. And when something has a beak, can you use the word bite? Can you use the verb to bite? Does that work with a beak? Um, I always the, associate bite with teeth. For the purposes of this story, I guess you would have to use that word. Yeah. What else would you use, I guess? Yeah. He beaked me. Nosh. <laughs> he noshed me. Mm, that's Ooh. something else, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You should be like your mate. <laughs> what was that, Sean Connery? Sorry. <laughs> I said you should be lucky, mate. Oh, this is not Sean Connery. Isn't it? Not unless he talks like that, mate. <laughs> what? Yeah, Bond. James uh, Bond. <laughs> you fucking can't. Both attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first C bomb you've dropped on around the back, isn't it? You I, didn't me. Say, I didn't say that. I didn't say oh, that. you didn't. Oh, yeah. good. Both attacks took place on Angel Place in Worcester City Centre, prompting the news to run a story with the headline Is there a seagull with a grudge against journalists in Worcester? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those stories. You can refute it with just a no. No. That's all it takes. Unsurprisingly, the answer turns out to be no. That's the next line in the article. With the story's unnamed author admitting that it was unlikely it was the same seagull. Really? Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Yeah. Even though they can live for up to 49 years. Can they? Apparently. And are known to have long memories. (laughs) How do they know that? 49 years. How do they know about the long memories? Well, I guess they conducted scientific experiments on them. How? What, what do you mean, how? What did they do? Well, I don't know, but like, it's science. It'd be science. Oh, no, isn't that's it? utter tosh. I don't want to say bollocks, but I didn't. But well, I, they, well, they'd be but, able to do but memory I refuse tests to say bollocks. with images, symbols, well, and, and, and judge what? their reaction just, to them. And that it's just nodding to the ones that. Uh, well, I don't know, do I? No. I'm sorry, yo. No, that's not that's not a wash with me. Okay, well, you don't believe it because it doesn't fit in with your worldview. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if anything, they have short memories. Based upon <laughs> so what? Just completely Based upon what? How do you know that? Not remembering things. How do you know they don't remember stuff? How do you know that they do remember things? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here we have, ladies and this gentlemen... This is why I the, don't the debate. The logic of someone... <laughs> um... Well, the, the the forty-nine years thing is uh, that that was news to me. Genuinely, forty-nine years. Very specific. Yeah, up to I guess that's the oldest one on record. Yeah, forty-nine years. Oh, the, but the things he can remember. For oh, <laughs> dear, oh, dear. Oh, the amount of people this, he must have attacked. The things he's seen. That's the biscuits he's stolen. Yeah. 
Memories. Oh, the chips aren't like what they used to be 49 years ago, I tell you. Oh, no, no, no. Um, however, I'll continue. <laughs> however, the writer does point out that while news staff are unlikely to have been the victims of an anti-journalist vendetta, the newspaper has regularly carried stories on council plans to cull the birds. Oh, right, okay. Well. Conspiracy. Yeah, okay. The latest attack has once again raised the issue of what should be done to reduce the number of gulls in the city, says the report. The city council spends thousands of pounds a year on trying to tackle the seagull problem, paying a contractor to place fake eggs on a roofs, on roofs nearby to deter gulls from leaving real ones. That's a genuine measure. Fake eggs. And the girl goes, oh, what about this? Oh, no, someone's already done it there. Someone's, someone lives there. Mm, may work. It just sounds odd to me. Recently, there was cross-party support for raising the budget, the seagull defence budget, okay, <laughs> to £15,000 yeah, wow. a year to deal with gulls from the current £5,000 a year. Oh, that's so an increase of... Worcester Council mm. are increasing it by how many percent, Dave? I know this is something that annoys you. 200%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, still, the problem of the goals persists and the city's residents want a solution that works. Well, don't we they're under siege. <laughs> no, they're not under siege. Two, one, you know, two in two years. Shocking, hardly a siege. Shocking statistics, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the... Yeah. <laughs> Seagull yeah. Holocaust. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit insensitive. Um, yeah, so there we go. 49-year-old seagulls attacking journalists in Worcester. There's your seagull news. <laughs> that must be the 49-year-old one. He's, he's, something wrong he's with got, his he throat. He's, he thinks it's, it's, a, it's, it's all setting in. He thinks he's a chicken now. <laughs> he thinks That's he's it. a chicken now. Yes. There we go. So, Dave. Yeah, Joe. Um, This next yeah. feature. Yeah. Um, I think that yeah. uh, it might be... Your um, least favourite? Well, I'm this week I'm going with my favourite. Bastard! Of the week! So, Dave, who mm. is our um, main bastard of the week? Well, it's pretty obvious if you ask me. He's been all over the news. He has, hasn't he? What's your um, take on the Jamie Carragher spitting incident? Oh, that one. I think, <laughs> yes, I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty horrible. Yeah. That's it. That's generally... That's, what, yeah, that's, that's your it. summary, is it? Yeah. I mean, I don't, are you asking me, should he be sacked? Uh, I'm asking you what your... Did you see the video? I have seen it, yeah. Okay, what was your initial reaction to the video? Well, I I was I don't know if I was watching it on two bigger screens, so I, cause I flinched as he did it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. It, um, it does... He does... Like, he, I, I mean, I, he was properly aiming. Yeah, it. and the amount of liquid that came out of yeah, his mouth, the amount of spittle yeah. he created there. And I think phlegm. he does have quite a bit... Of, he's got quite a spittly voice, isn't he? Well, I imagine it, it builds up in so, there. Yeah, That's a genetic Ooh. thing, isn't it? So, sounds like a racist thing to me, Joe. <laughs> um, Would yeah. you say the Scouse people are a race? <laughs> they might. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, it was. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't help but. I know it's been mentioned, but I couldn't help but think the the guy filming it whilst driving was a bit uh, um, irresponsible as well. Um, I, I think incredibly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that you know what really angered me. Um, what, what I really angered. Obviously, you? Jamie Carragher spitting was yeah. disgusting. That, straight away, you're like, take I'm nothing angry. away from that. Yeah. But what really rubbed me up <laughs> is that uh, I, I was rubbing myself up at the time <laughs> watching the video. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. love a spitter. Oh yeah. Yeah. God. What? Seriously? No. Why did you even say that? I, no, didn't say it. Oh. Right. That was in your mind. Oh yeah. And everyone else's. Sometimes I'm. Not really sure what's real. <laughs> um, what really pissed me off was this: the dad in the car, the guy with the camera filming. Mm. Um, th this is the this is the tribal bit of football that really pisses me off. Mm. Um, Jamie Carragher is our bastard, right? But I, I just, first, I just want to talk about him, the the dad filming yeah. it. You know, uh, firstly, using his camera on his phone, which I believe he's actually the police have contacted him about. Yes, um, rightly so. Uh, secondly, not really seeming to give a shit that his daughter's been spat on. No. Well, think... he, he, his daughter has spit on her. Yeah. He did not spit at her, which is another thing that was misreported, which annoys me. He spat, obviously, at the car, at the guy who was yelling abuse at him. Yeah. Um, and it, it, this, this, like, um, 
way your shit kind of famous person haha your your former team lost kind of thing from car to car chasing him down the road i just find that just so pathetic this is an adult and you're acting this way in front of your children Mm. and as a result of your actions your kid gets spat on and you laugh about it yeah i just i find that absolutely abhorrent and i think that guy should be ashamed of himself so he should be sacked yeah from whatever job he does yeah just sack him yeah yeah, I mean, if I, I was could... his boss, no jokes aside, if I was his boss, I would literally sack him on the would spot. Would you? Yeah. Okay. No, I right. knew who it was. I'd sack okay. him. Disgusting. All right. Okay. Um. So there he is. I yeah. Look, I um I we obviously he was being uh, Garriga was being sort of goaded. I think they've worded it. Uh, yeah. And the video, you know, shows maybe not all of it, and I don't know. I'm not trying to insinuate there was more. And I can understand how someone would snap. And react, and he's go, I can't take this anymore, and yeah, react. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can see from that point of view why he snapped. I, I can't understand why he did what he did. Obviously, as yeah. he said, it was a moment of madness. I think we've all had those, but none we of ma- mine may- have ended in spitting. No, but we no, we, they haven't all ended spitting. But yeah. we've maybe done something else, and afterwards you've gone, "What the hell did I? What, what was I even thinking? That's not even me." You know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, look, it's not nice. It's not nice for the poor girl that was in the car. She was sort of caught in the middle of between these two fucking idiots. And this is why I'm particularly annoyed with the guy yeah. who instigated this. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll put them both in, shall we? I think so. But like, I don't want this to seem like I'm exonerating Jamie Carragher and that he's like an innocent victim because he's not at all. He no. spat at people and it's yeah. absolutely disgusting. Yes, yes. Uh, I remember Francesco Totti doing it at the 2006 World Cup. Yeah. Possibly. And... Uh, and other players, Suarez, I think, has done it. And it, mm. it's disgusting regardless of the context, regardless of the amount of goading or um, you know intimidation or whatever it is that causes someone to make that stupid decision. It's rubbish. Yeah. But like, I just, it, it actually said more to me about f- football culture than it said about Jamie Carragher. Yes. That's a good, very good point. Mm. Thank you. No, I'm genuinely, that is a very, very good point you just made there. <laughs> it's just that, that, I've said it a few times on this podcast, it's just the tribal football makes me not want to be uh, associated with football. Yes. You know, it's what is the thing that I hate, but I love football as well, so there we go. But you, but not spitting. Not spitting, or fathers goading uh, other fathers into spitting at yeah. fathers. Yeah, I think he was actually going, spit at me, spit at me, wasn't he? And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, spit on me, oh Jamie, spit, spit on me. <laughs> it wasn't one of those videos. Not one of your videos. No, that, we'll we'll talk about them later. Yeah, yeah. privately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, did you have any more to say about the Jamie Carragher? No, I think you've you've said it all, mate, oh, and very well. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, you might not be surprised at my next bastard of the week. I might be. Do you want to take a guess? Who it is? Uh, it's not been a huge story, but it, it's another thing that rubbed me up the wrong way. Oh, I bet it's Jose Mourinho. Yes. Yeah, I thought it. Yes, might be, it yeah. is. Yeah, and it was actually um, uh, before it was. I think it was um, related to a discussion uh, on the media uh, that Frank De Boer had with some other pundits before their clash was severe. Yes, and it was about the um, state, or I'm not sure the right word, treatment of or use of Marcus Rashford. Correct. In the yeah. Since uh, Sanchez has arrived, he's sort of been benched. Yeah. And playing a smaller role than he had been. Yeah, and and as a wide player now, almost exclusively too, which I think is a huge shame. And as a result, he's getting played there for England too. Yeah. I think he needs to be number nine. He needs to be through the middle for me. Yeah, I don't think it's not going to hurt him to. That's I mean, they did that's it with Henri. In his goals, they did it with Henri as, as a even younger player though. Yeah, but he's banged in a few goals for England and United playing wide. So yeah, agree to disagree. Yeah. He's very young. He's very oh, he's very young. <laughs> so Jose Mourinho attacks worst manager Frank De Boer for Rashford comments. Mm. So Jose Mourinho has branded Frank De Boer the worst manager in the history of the Premier League after the Dutchman questioned the Manchester United manager's handling of Marcus Rashford. De Boer lasted only five matches at Crystal Palace, as we know, mm-hmm. uh, before being sacked in September. He lost each of his four league games uh, without even managing to score a goal um, and won a League Cup match. So he won one and lost the rest. Basically. So statistically, is Mourinho right then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, numerically, as cold, but, cold hard statistics, yes. But did he need to say it? This is the thing. It's all about the context. Um, so... Uh, after Saturday's 2-1 victory over Liverpool, in which Rashford, Rashford scored United's goals, De Boer said it was a pity Mourinho was the 20-year-old's manager. 
Uh, and in response, Mourinho said, I read something, some quote from the worst manager in the history of the Premier League, <laughs> Frank De Boer. What he was saying was not good for Marcus Rashford to have a coach like me because the most important thing for me is to win. If he was coached, if Marcus Rashford was coached by Frank, he would lose because he lost every game. I try to give the best to the kid. I have to be honest and give credit to the people of the academy that was responsible for his formation, to Louis van Gaal, uh, who was responsible for his, la- his first season. But if you go to his numbers and how many matches he played with me last season and this, I would say probably he's in top five players with most matches in two seasons. So mm. it's, a, it's a tirade. One of Mourinho's... It's very, a bit handbags. Tirade. It's a bit... I mean, De Boer must have expected some sort of comeback. Of- yes, um, but I think an appropriate comeback would be an honourable one, suitable for someone who is in charge of Manchester United. Like? Um, I disagree. He's uh, entitled to his opinion. Yeah. Uh, he's entitled to his opinion. I'm d- I disagree. I'm trying to develop Rashford into this. Yeah. Uh, respond in the positive. Not your shit, ah, your shit, ah. Which is exactly what he's done. <laughs> yeah. And I would compare this kind of response to the kind of response that you'd expect now from Donald Trump and people like that. It's, yeah. it's pathetic. It's childish. And he, who is he the manager of? And he, oh, he's the manager of America. Yeah, that's yes, right. Yeah. yeah, the American... Country. State, yeah. <laughs> and he, he immediately has to make sure everybody's aware that Frank De Boer is the worst manager in Premier League history. Yeah. Just to like, I, it like that's a that's his. That means that Frank De Boer is not allowed to have an opinion. Then, like well, that's true. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. rubbish. What an idiot, bastard. Okay, okay. In the basket. What did you think about it? I agree with you on most of it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is it just because I'm sort of? Let's speaking move. On. You're angrily. getting quite angry. Let's move on. Let's... Do you not like angry me? I like angry me. It's no, quite fun. It, it agitates me. In, oh. in fact, it makes me angry. And we don't even two angry presenters. That'd be awful. Presenters. I like. That. <laughs> well, we're I'm not, not sure if we've ever pre- referred to ourselves as presenters. Well, we're before. presenting this. Inf- we, this we are. Yes. This lecture, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> I almost went off on a fucking lecture, didn't I? Anyway, I want to play this again because I like it. And it might Favorite calm feature. you down. It might. Yes. Of the week. And to relieve my stress further, I felt it you, appropriate you to, the keyboard. to annotate it <laughs> <laughs> with some keys. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what's next, David? Well, I've got uh, I've got a uh, a nice little quick feature. Um, well, play uh, play. <laughs> Oh, shit. Not in my day! <laughs> I pressed the button a bit, uh, a bit early there. Thank you. He's still, still, you... He's still agitated. He's not what he's doing. His finger's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you continue to set it up and I'll press it again and when the time's right. Okay, here's your next feature. Not in my day! Just cut the other bit out, can't we? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, not in my day. Uh, this is um, a player called... Uh, he, what's his name? Franco Armani. Franco Armani. Great name. Yeah, really good name. Armani. He plays for River Plate. Oh, yeah. And um, he was awarded with the uh, Man of the Match uh, in Wednesday's victory over Boca Juniors, which is a derby mm. in the uh, Argentinian sorry, Super Copa. Yep. Um, Armani and his defence kept all at bay for the entirety of the game as River Plate ran out uh, two nil winners on neutral turf in Mendoza. Okay. Um he was rewarded for his heroics and he was crowned man of the match. Um, and thanks to sponsors Burger King, um, he had to wear a big metal crown <laughs> to, while he gave his man of the match what? interview. So they, they don't, do they sponsor him personally? They sponsor, uh, sponsor the game, but they sp- certainly sponsor man of the match. So he wasn't and wearing the, a suit, the man, Armani no, suit. The man yeah. of the match. You know the little hats you get in yeah. the Burger He had to wear like a metal version of that. How demeaning is that? <laughs> oh, well done, man of the match. Put, pop your little hat on. <laughs> what? Pop your little hat on. Not just a hat. Look. It's a crown. Oh, he's a big clever boy. You can just imagine him thinking, I'm a professional. What has yeah, gone wrong in my career? He's, you're, you're king of the game. I'm now <laughs> peddling burgers to children. Like, what the fuck? Terrible. Terrible. Oh, God. So, that, that, is, that is a corporatocracy gone wrong, isn't it? Mm. Seriously. With Burger King now, oh, that, that's awful. In a sport as well, where you had to be a professional athlete. Yeah, yeah. you should eat burgers and chips. Yeah. yeah. And if you do, wear a fucking crown. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Joe. Not in my day, mate. Not in your day? No chance. Any more details of that story? No, that's it. All right. <laughs>
Not in my day. That I, wasn't a dig. I was just I curious. To, so I, I, told you, I told you it was short, didn't I? <laughs> what more do you want? It's got all the facts in the story. I wanted to know when press button. So I oh, that's to... why you asked. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. you, you did it right at right time. Ooh, yes, I did. Um, um, Joe. Dave. A, uh, a giant of football. Not, yes. Not playing football. Not managing football. No. Not refereeing football. No. Not punditing football. No. Kind of. Not a director of football. Commentating football. Commentating football. John Motson. Yes. He commentated on his last game at the weekend. Legendary John Motson. Which I think was Arsenal Watford and um, is retiring. Amazing. It's been uh, coming for some time. He announced it a while ago, didn't he? Yeah. The voice of football, I think, for a lot of people. Absolutely iconic. And he's almost, uh, uh, I think we compared him in the past to like the Attenborough of football, didn't we? He's been mm. working for the BBC for practically half a century or more. Yeah. Like an insanely long period of time. What servant he's been. He has, and he's come out with some absolute pearlers over the years as well. Yes, I remember that some of them are slightly uh, not quite as high-quality commentary as you might expect. But, the, they, but they endear him to you, though. Yeah, and, and when you when you do something for so long like that, of course, at some point, you're going to get a little you're bit... Gonna, you're going gonna to say something silly. You're going to say some silly stuff. Yeah. It's not comparable to Michael Owen, who's no. not done that much commentary. So and I, whatever comes out of his no, mouth is practically no. rubbish. Yeah. He's, he started like that. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. John Motson so, done these over time. You know, yeah. they just slipped out. Yeah. I mean, with Michael Owen, it's the first thing that came out of his mouth was like, what did he just say? That goal was impossible. Yeah. I saw Yaya Torre score one like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's the point where they go, okay, just do punditry, don't do... Anyway. <laughs> so I've got some John Motson. I've got John Motson in quotes. Brilliant. Okay. So uh, first one. Uh, that shot might not have been as good as it might have been. <laughs> that shot might not have been as good. As it might have been. As it might have been. Yeah. Hmm. Might not have. It might not but have. it might have. It could have then, though. <laughs> the goals made such a difference to the way this game went. Yeah, I mean that will they will change a game. It does happen, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, the unexpected is always likely to happen. <laughs> um, not always. Uh, no, I don't no. think there's any statistical relationship with something that's unexpected and then its likeliness to occur. That doesn't yeah. make sense. No. <laughs> um, I know that Gareth Barry has been told by Howard Wilkinson to take a long, hard look at these with his left foot. <laughs> <laughs> he's got eyes in his foot <laughs> well that would help it no it wouldn't help a no. footballer because you just no. see the inside of your boot no brilliant or, Bru- or better yet your socks yeah oh, yeah, yeah. or your toe Eat an eye on each toe um, Bruce has got the taste of Wembley in his nostrils <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> that is filler that is filler isn't it he's obviously thinking oh, I need to say something say here. something the yeah. taste of <clears throat> Wembley in his Nostril. Nostril. Oh shit, should have said mouth. Should have said mouth. Um, I think this could be our best victory over Germany since the war. Oh! <laughs> I, I think I'm Don't mention the war. Don't mention the war. I think he means since they played each other. Since Surely the war. he can't yeah, actually he can't, I don't be think he making that. Referencing World War II. Because <laughs> I wouldn't say that was a that good was, victory. That was a bloody good victory, though, wasn't it? It was a bloody victory. That's yeah, what it was. Which makes it not a good victory. No, no. no. There's on a lighter tone. Yes, there's still nothing on the proverbial scoreboard. What about the, or the actual score, scoreboard? Or the actual scoreboard. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a proverb there? I'm not so no. sure, Motti. Uh, last one, Brazil. They're so good, it's like they're running around the pitch playing with themselves. <laughs> oh, kinky. Oh. Is that something English to try then? Might make them a little bit better. I do enough of that. All right, Jordan. What I want you to do, instruct your team, okay? When you're running around. Play, just play yourself a bit. Just, just fiddle a little bit down there. Get it out, whop it out, uh, whip it out. Whoop it out and whip it around. <laughs> yes. Uh, John Motson, thank you for the words. <laughs> thank you, John. Motty. Thank you That's for it. the words, John. You've the, given <laughs> us today. So <laughs> I say that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. That's too loud. <laughs> it's a bit loud, isn't it? All right, so time to time to go. That's sixty-three-ish minutes into this podcast. Far too long. Far too long. I mean, most people would have switched off at about fifty. They oh, I don't do. blame them. Oh, but we're basically just talking to number one fan down now. I think we? I switched off at about fifty minutes, to be honest. <laughs> Should we get it over then? Yes, yeah. come on. So find us on roundtheback.com. Please comment on our uh, content, our WordPress blog-style posts. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. Give us a review. Uh, the reviews really, really help us. So that would be great if you could do that. We're on Twitter at. Round the back pod. That's our handle. 
Um, uh, also, you can find us on Facebook and Android apps. Yes, Overcast, Castbox. Yeah. You're welcome. And we're also part of the um, oh, Podnose, Podnose yes. Network. Shit. Uh, check out their other content. There's some good stuff. Um, AOB, Dave? AOB? Uh, 